This is Trained by Grace with Catherine Elizabeth, and we've been studying through the book of Luke and have come up with a couple of questions and answers. One of them is, what, when were other times that there were children named by God? And there are two other notable times that that happens, and that is in Hosea and in Isaiah. And so we're going to take those apart because there's just way too much to mention in those two specifically um, together. And we're going to invite David and Hattie to join with us. May God bless the reading of his word and our hearts and minds to understand and our hands and feet to obey in Jesus name. Hi, Hattie. How are you? Well, you said we were going to talk about other times that God named children. Yeah, it's really interesting. Howdy. Well, hi, David. Yeah, that does sound like an interesting topic. Well, I'm going to tell you that there's two instances that that happens. And one of them is surrounded by mentions of, of Jesus, actually, in the same book. Can you imagine which book that is? It must be Isaiah. He got stuff all put together. He did. So the, yeah, you're right. That is the book of Isaiah. The other one is in a little book called Hosea, which is in the minor prophets. So Isaiah and Jeremiah are the major prophets. And then there's all these little, little books that were done, and they're called the books. That section is called the minor prophets. Or in Hebrew, it's called the Nevi'im. So it's the, which stands for prophets, so the prophets. Oh, okay. So let's go to Hosea first. Now, Hosea was kind of an interesting situation because Hosea knew from the very beginning that his wife was not going to be faithful to him because God sent him after a wife that wasn't going to be faithful to him. Well, that sounds like a messed up family already. Well, it was kind of messed up. And it's interesting that he names Hosea's children. He tells Hosea what to name them. But he's showing that Israel and Judah at the time, but they were not faithful to um, God all of the time. And so he's using Hosea's life and even the names of his children to make the point that God's mercy is great, but sometimes judgment is going to happen. So these three names are all in Hosea 1. Wow! Yeah, so verse 4, And the Lord said to him, actually let's back up. Verse well, let's just start all the way in verse 1, since we're going to do that. The word of the Lord then came to Hosea, the son of Beri, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel. Wow, there were lots of kings of Judah in a time when there was only one king of Israel. Yeah, and that was a very interesting time. Because Israel had more kings that didn't listen to God, 
than did, but in this case, actually, um, there was one that did. So anyway, um, verse 2, when the Lord first spoke through Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, go take to yourself a wife of whoredom, which means she was not going to stay faithful to him, and have children of whoredom, for the land commits great whoredom by forsaking the Lord. So he's saying, she's going to be unfaithful to you. The land is unfaithful to me. And this is going to be a picture of what is going on. Wow. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Diblaim, and she conceived and bore him a son. And the Lord said to him, call his name Jezreel. For in just a little while, I will punish the house of Jehu for the blood of Jezreel, and I will put an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. And on that day, I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. So that wasn't just a name, it was a location. It was. And um, we'll get into the story of Jehu, but he had been appointed by God to do some things, but then he he got a big head and didn't listen anymore. That happens a lot. Like somebody really follows God, and just the minute they're doing a good job following God, then they think they can do it on their own, and they don't listen anymore. And so that's something to be cautious about, but we'll hit that lesson later. But Israel was going to be conquered before Judah by quite a bit. And so, um, and there's a valley that runs through most of the land, actually, that is a place that they're often defeated. Um, in this case, the Valley of Jezreel. But it doesn't stop there. So he's got one son named Jezreel. This, verse 6 says, She conceived again and bore a daughter, and the Lord said to him, Call her name no mercy, for I will no more have mercy on the house of Israel to forgive them at all. But I will have mercy on the house of Judah, and I will save them by the Lord their God. I will not save them by bow or by sword or by war or by horses or by horsemen. No mercy, what kind of a name would that be? That'd be a terrible name. It would be a terrible name <laughs> to go through life being called no mercy. Um, it would it, that would be rough, but the reason behind that is is that, like I said, Israel had had not followed the Lord through most, if not all, of that kingdom, and it's interesting that he he is having mercy on the house of Judah. And he does not save them. They do go into captivity, and he brings them back, but he doesn't save them by war. That's that's not what saves them at all. So that's really interesting. Verse 8. When she had weaned no mercy, in other words, no mercy was probably two or three, um, she conceived and bore a son, and the Lord said, call his name, not my people. Oh, man, we got Jezreel, which is kind of a judgment 
is going to happen in this place. No mercy, and now not my people. Wow. Yeah. And the Lord said, Call his name not my people, for you are not my people, and I am not your God. Why would you say that? Well, they didn't want to be his people. And he's basically saying that he's going to let them have their choice. Um, but we've got to read the next part of it because that's not complete. Verse 10, Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be like the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured or numbered. And in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people, it shall be said to them, Children of the living God. And the children of Judah and the children of Israel will shall be gathered together, and they shall appoint for themselves one head, and they shall go up from the land, for great shall be the day of Jezreel. So all these places that have been cursed and not my people and no mercy, God is going to show them mercy. He's going to make them his people, and it's going to come out of that same place. Yes. Wow. Wow. God works like that. Just when we totally mess it up, God steps in and he saves at least a remnant, at least a small portion of the people so that his righteousness can continue. That continues all the way through the Bible. It's amazing. God's redemption of human beings who are just so stubborn that we make choices that don't help us. Well, I, I hope I'm on the blessing side of that. Yeah, it would be no fun to be called no mercy all of your life. Right. That would be bad. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, the times when we don't have your favor are so rough and hard, and we end up during those times living out names that if we were named for our attitudes, it would be terrible. And yet, despite all of this, and despite you showing through Hosea's children that this was a time where those people weren't just were choosing not to be your people. You were still going to have a time of redemption for them. You were still going to show them mercy. And you were going to redeem the, the defeat they were going to have in the Valley of Jezreel. Lord, we thank you for your redemption and for you flipping the script on everything that looks bad to us that only you can make good. We can't make good on any of it. It's a disaster for us. But you, Creator God, can make it good. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy on us. And thank you, Jesus, for, for being the Redeemer and, and giving the sacrifice you did and for being the Lord and Savior you are and for preparing a place for us. And thank you for the Holy Spirit that walks alongside us and teaches us to have mercy and teaches us to seek first the kingdom of God, which is your people, and teaches us to have victory in defeat. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Bye. See you later. Bye. 
this has been Trained by Grace too with Catherine Elizabeth. And the story of Hosea is an interesting story. Um, there have been books and even movies made that parallel this story in some ways. But God's amazing redemption out of a terrible situation is is truly amazing. So I want you to know that God loves you and you are one of his excellencies. So what is the next step? If you've heard this podcast, I appreciate you and would love to hear from you. There's a couple of options. Number one, listening adds value to this podcast and making this podcast. Um, number two, you can subscribe to this podcast. If you want to know more about that, email me at trainbygrace2 at gmail.com. I'll be happy to set you up with that. Number three, um, it gives you an opportunity to ask questions if you need a Bible, if you need resources. Also, send me an email, trainedbygrace2 at gmail.com, all one word, um, all lowercase. And again, subject line podcast, and write in what you need. I hope that you have the resources you need or this sparks your interest. You may have some resources closer. Praise God for that. Um, but I hope this helps enrich your life and, and helps you in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. For the glory of God the Father and by the leading of the Holy Spirit. God loves you. God bless you.